Welcome into a special edition of the front office. I'm Tony Lombardi. As you know, the Ravens were victims of some severe injuries in 2021 that have forced them to take a close look at their entire operation to see if they can develop procedures to stem the tide and field a healthier team in 2022. Part of having a healthy team is managing injuries and the pain that comes with it. So even if you are one of those weekend warriors who might play flag football or pick up basketball games, maybe racquetball or even golf, many of you are going to feel it the day after or the day after that. Joining me today is a gentleman who spent over two decades in the pharmaceutical business, and now he's part of a fantastic company based in Golden, Colorado, Panacea Life Sciences, Dr. Jamie Baumgartner. Welcome into the front office, Jamie. How are you? Thanks, Tony. Doing well. So if you wouldn't mind, please just share a little bit about your background for our audience. Yeah, sure. So I've got a uh, PhD in biochemistry from Washington State University, and I spent about 25 years of my life in uh, uh, big pharma doing drug discovery, drug development. Um, my specialty is on central nervous system disorders as well as metabolic disorders. So what that means is um, things when you think about uh, uh, pain as well as uh, brain diseases, as well as something that we uh, don't talk a lot about, metabolic disorders, obesity, diabetes, blood pressure, things of that nature. So spent 25 years actually working on developing new medications for those uh, indications. And then in 2015, came across uh, industrial hemp extracts in this, this molecule that you've probably heard about, cannabidiol, CBD. And we actually ran that through similar tests that I would run through pharmaceutical drugs and when I saw the results, I completely moved out of pharma and moved into the CBD space. The results were fantastic with respect to uh, a novel indication for pain. Now, my experience with CBD, I was interested in finding something more natural to deal with pain because you often hear of all these side effects, even with over-the-counter medicines. And I've been very pleased so far with the results, but if you could elaborate a bit on how CBD products work. Well, cannabinoids or cannabidiol should be thought, thought about as an anti-inflammatory first and foremost. And so when you think about many of the disease conditions that we face, whether it's overexercise um, or uh, Alzheimer's disease, um, are at the root of those diseases is an inflammatory component. And that's how our body actually responds to insults. Okay. So cannabidiol doesn't have any psychotropic or psychogenic activities, very similar to what you think about, like with the stereotypical marijuana smoker, like Cheech and Chong, okay? So when you take a CBD product, it's not going to make you feel high or giddy or laugh or stimulate your appetite. Instead, it starts to work within your body through several different physiological systems to decrease inflammation. And in some cases, it'll actually work with physiological systems to decrease a specific effect, in this case, pain. And so uh, CBD has been shown by us and by others to interact with several different pharmacological targets that, that big pharma is working on uh, without any of the side effects. And so uh, we've shown that it works very well for inflammatory pain, works well for neuropathic pain. So those people who actually um, have back spasms and for those who actually are, are undergoing an operation, it really helps with very strong pain called post-operative pain. Now, one of the things that is unique about cannabinoids and cannabidiol in particular is its safety profile. Okay, now what we mean by that is, um, can you take enough of it to actually have the effect without having adverse events? So like diarrhea or a stomach cramp or a serious type of uh, indication such as death, ceasing of breathing, so on and so forth. 
Um, so with opioids, which are one of the uh, tools available for a physician, there is a lot of side effects that, can, that include at least uh, constipation. Um, and in uh, more serious conditions, it can lead to addiction. And that's where we're seeing over 75 people per day die from opiate-related uh, overdose. Um, but also, it's something that it impairs your mind. And cannabidiol doesn't do any of that. Over-the-counter medications for inflammatory pain, such as aspirin, ibuprofen, um, naproxen, 10% of the population cannot take those medications because they actually cause a gastrointestinal disturbance. Cannabidiol treats pain, inflammatory pain in particular, 10 times more effective than these over-the-counter medications with no effects on the GI system. Um, you can actually take CBD for a period of time and it works better than the, the two uh, neuropathic pain uh, drugs such as uh, gabapentin, it's also known as Neurontin or Lyrica that you might see on television. And we've also shown that you can use cannabidiol in conjunction with opiates to lower the opiate load. So you can treat very strong pain with a, a CBD regimen and not have the side effects associated with opiates. And clinical studies uh, with an FDA approved drug called Epidiolex, which is a pure CBD medication, um, is has been shown to be extremely safe in children. So they've actually taken this up to 40 milligrams per kilogram per day. So if you're a heavier guy like myself, say hundred kilos, that means you're taking four grams of material a day. And if you think about most prescriptions um, that you pull over the counter, you're looking at 10 milligrams. So a tiny, uh, tiny pill And here. Um, Epidiolex has been shown to actually have such a huge load or huge dose without any side effects. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's one of the most amazing things I've come across in my time in uh, drug discovery um, and development. But one of the things in a previous conversation we had that you mentioned, which I thought was really interesting, is that CBD has some positive effects on the brain in terms of calming anxiety. And I think, Jamie, that the, the example you used was a golfer who actually found that it may have even been a woman, that he or she could putt better because of the calming effect that CBD had on the anxiety that comes sometimes with putting. Yeah, there, there, are, there are two um, central nervous system indications that, uh, that CBD, um, there's growing evidence that this is really good at treating uh, anxiety, both acute and chronic as well as helping with uh, sleep disorders. And then uh, the person you're, you're referencing is actually our CEO, um, who is an avid golfer, and she's very serious about her golf. And uh, we, were, you know, we were talking uh, about uh, the anti-anxiety effects and some of the clinical studies we wanna get into. And she goes, you know what, I'm gonna try this with my golf game. And sure enough, when she uh, was, took a 50 milligram CBD product with no THC in it whatsoever, um, she felt more relaxed. Her game got better and her ha handicap actually decreased by a couple of points. So, it, you know, it does have a calming effect that can help people uh, concentrate uh, better, whether it's on a uh, sports field or giving a public discourse or being interviewed by uh, Tony Lombardi on a podcast. Right. So when you are looking at different CBD products, what should those the weekend warriors that we're speaking with right now are speaking to? look for in CBD products and then talk a little bit about the proper dosages. Yeah. I mean, so what, what we talk about uh, for, for, you know, the, the people that um, 
uh, that are going out and, and doing strenuous exercise, um, the soreness that actually happens after that event, um, what you can do is you can start to address that by using a, uh, a CBD product. So I would, I would think about taking that beforehand and also immediately afterwards. So don't think about it just like an aspirin. Think about it like uh, uh, both an anti-inflammatory, but also something that's gonna accelerate the healing process after a strenuous exercise event. And so we also recommend um, a topical agent and we've got a specific uh, sports line that's either in a stick form or in a, in a salve form that you can rub on the area of, of, uh, of insult, if you will. So like if I go running and I overdo it, uh, trying to keep up with my kids, um, <clears throat> I'll be pretty sore the next day if I don't actually take a CBD type of regimen before and after and then rub uh, some of the, uh, the soothe salve that we actually formulate uh, on the sites of, or on my knees basically. And so in terms of looking for products, we, we talk about an inside outside approach. Um, so systemic by, by ingesting the, the CBD uh, so to reach the site of action, nerves and things of that nature, and also tamp down the inflammatory response. And then uh, the external uh, that actually is application of the material. So it reaches the nerve endings as well as the, uh, penetrates the skin to decrease inflammation at that site of injury. So for people new to cannabidiol, uh, what I would uh, say is, is take a look at a 25 milligram dose to start with uh, twice a day. And if you are still sore or not seeing the effect that you're looking for, you can always increase it. And so uh, we would say uh, to increase up to four times a day or 100 milligrams per day. Uh, and where we're getting these dosages from it, are not from clinical studies, but from governmental agencies recommending dosing. So in Australia, uh, 150 milligrams is a recommended daily dose. Uh, United Kingdom, 75 milligrams per day. And we're still uh, trying to figure out what the FDA is going to recommend with respect to uh, dosages. Um, but, but again, I would take a look at 25 milligrams twice a day. And then for the topical, um, at least something that has 250 milligrams per ounce. So you do need a fairly high concentration of skin to get the effects you're looking for. We're speaking to Dr. Jamie Baumgartner from Panacea Life Sciences about the benefits of CBD products. Now, education has to be a big part of embracing CBD products. And the one that always seems to come up, and I'm sure you've heard it a million times, is it addictive? Yeah, so uh, so let me let me cut that one right, you know, head that one right off the path. CBD is not addictive, period, okay? It, um, when you take a look at, at the number of studies that have been done and the amount of material that people have consumed, there's no, indication or linkage to addiction. And when you take a look at the mechanism of action for CBD, it does not hit on the, the same centers that an opiate would, for example, that uh, has been correlated to addiction. Uh, one of the things uh, to come to the earlier part of your question that I spent a lot of time doing, and it's one of the founding principles of, of Panacea, is providing reliable information uh, to people looking for a new way to treat um, uh, themselves and, and how to increase their, uh, their health. And so we spend a lot of time uh, speaking with people like yourself to reach out to listeners to talk about CBD, not necessarily panacea products, but, but cannabidiol in particular and cannabinoids that, that are going to benefit health without side effects. We also have a scientific advisory board that's comprised of noted individuals, very experienced individuals with human and pet health. And through those, uh, the scientific advisory board and a reach out uh, for education, uh, we spend a fair bit of time talking to different uh, issues uh, regarding this newly evolving space. We're speaking with Dr. Jamie Baumgartner from 
Panacea Life Sciences. Doctor, I recently watched this program on Hulu called Dope Sick, and it told the story about the evolution and the deceptive marketing practices aided in part by the FDA of Oxycontin. Given the benefits of CBD products and the muscle and financial means of Big Pharma, Panacea is probably not on Big Pharma's Christmas card list. So talk, <laughs> talk about that relationship a little bit and, and some of the things that you guys have to overcome to open minds to these great products. Uh, well, that's probably a question that we could spend the rest of the day talking about. Um, just because there's a lot of history, there's a lot of uh, intricacies woven into um, how we address the question. So uh, let's start off by, by putting one thing straight. Yes, we're not on uh, Big Pharma's Christmas card. Um, however, you know, we don't think pharma is evil. You know, they, they have a place in terms of finding safe drugs or um, efficacious drugs to try and meet medical needs. The reality is that the pharmacopoeia that's available right now, so that the drugs available for physicians to prescribe do not treat many of the uh, issues that, that are facing human health or pet health today, okay? As a matter of fact, when you take a look at the, uh, the pharmaceuticals that are available, sometimes the efficacy doesn't actually meet with the side effects. So the next time you're sitting there watching television, and one of these uh, commercials come on showing the smiley, happy, sexy people walking down the beach, um, you should actually just listen to the whole commercial in time, what they talk about. So for the first five seconds, they say, hey, look, uh, you've got black psoriasis and look at these people jumping in a pool. And then they'll go on for the next 20 seconds saying, hey, look, here's all the things you need to be careful about. Uh, you could die, you could uh, um, have this happen or you know, muscle aches or whatever. And then the last five seconds are try uh, drug X, okay? Um, we don't have that. We don't have that problem. We have the inverse problem to where we don't have good dosage information about what's going to help people um, treat specific conditions, but we've got something that's extremely safe. Okay. So, so you might ask yourself, why haven't there been better guidance uh, by the government, by the FDA, or why isn't pharma adopted this? Well, number one is um, they're very inexpensive compared to pharmaceutical drugs. Okay, so the average dose of uh, CBD is about five cents a milligram at a retail price. And when you compare that to a pharmaceutical drug, it's like $10 a milligram. And that's even on a generic drug. So you can see a huge price differential. The other thing is um, that these materials actually undercut some of the uh, research directions or development directions that pharma is actually looking at. So we're actually taking a look at a clinical study and translational model um, in dogs who have age-related dementia. And the way that the disease manifests itself in these dogs uh, looks very similar to human conditions. So we're hoping that through this study, we'll actually be able to show uh, that we can slow down the progression of Alzheimer's disease and then trans, uh, transition that into something that would be made available to people, okay? Now, pharma is not gonna like that because they're not gonna be able to charge $5,000 a dose or a month for, uh, for these products, okay? So, so there is kind of something at odds with a natural product we could produce, make it safe, get good dosage formulations that is very inexpensive. Um, and pharma is not equipped to actually be able to produce these products very quickly to, uh, to people and make them cost efficient for the average American pocketbook. So, you know, we come back to the question, why hasn't there been more um, movement by the government to, to make these products safe, 
available and give clear regulatory guidelines about, uh, about how we should produce those. And it really goes back to 1937 when uh, marijuana was deemed uh, the devil's wheat. And so there's a stigma against anything that's extracted from the cannabis plant, whether it's a, a THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, which is the psychogenic uh, compound in the plant versus something like cannabidiol, okay? Um, so we're still battling that stigma about where people think that uh, the cannabis related uh, products are uh, addictive, like what just what you asked, psychogenic, and whether they are a gateway drug that'll lead you to, uh, you know, opiate, heroin addiction, and homelessness, and, and death, okay? If you did not have that stigma coming back from the early 1900s about the, the marijuana plant, you would actually, when I look at the plant, I look at it as probably the richest source of new potential medications we've ever seen, okay? There's over 500 distinct chemical compounds that are identified in the plant, and we think that each one of those compounds will have unique abilities uh, or unique actions in the body to interact with physiological systems. So potentially we can use um, extracts enriched in specific cannabinoids or other components of the plant to reach out and touch on that medical disease. So there, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, diseases that we just don't have cures for, period. So when you think about Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, there is a potential for these, uh, these products to, to actually influence or slow the progression of those diseases through the inflammatory components. When you think about cancer, there's a lot of anecdotal information about how cannabinoids have helped people actually extend their lifetime, um, as well as, and with some people actually go into complete remission. And we talk about the weekend warrior kind of coming back to uh, what you're looking at here, a safer alternative to aspirin over-the-counter medications or opiates to treat moderate to severe pain. So uh, taken all in, it, it is a little frustrating from a scientific point of view that uh, we haven't seen more adoption by the government, um, figuring out with pharma how we can work together to actually, again, create a pharmacopoeia or available treatments uh, for patients that are looking for uh, safe alternatives to current prescription medications. Well, all of these benefits, and the cost that you've explained and just the positive aspects of CBD products, it all, all pointing back to something that was written and, and deemed the devil's weed or the devil's advocate of sorts in 1937. Yet when Big Pharma puts out an ad about one of their products, like you said, there's 20 seconds of warnings. I, I, I guess this is just blowing my mind. So, uh, but I, I'm certainly sold on, on these products, but let's talk a little bit about CBD companies we've talked about in general, but why is Panacea uniquely positioned and, and tell us why Panacea should be the first choice for those who are interested in the benefits of CBD? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I mean, so, so as, as a warning, I'm a Panacea employee. So just uh, you know, keep that in mind, but when we, uh, when Leslie and I met in 2017 and started the company, there were a couple of things that we we held sacred. Uh, number one is to make sure the pro, uh, the products were quality in terms of um, our products. If you pull them off the shelf and you test them, they're going to pass uh, Colorado's stringent potency and purity laws with respect to industrial hemp products. So quality was number one. And almost every other um, industry, when you take a look at dietary supplements or food. Um, quality is table stakes. You, you assume that when you buy uh, uh, jam off the shelf in the grocery store that it's safe. You never even think about it twice. 
not the case with, uh, uh, with cannabinoid products. Currently, two thirds of the products that you pull off the shelf do not contain the amount of cannabidiol that is stated on the label. So that was number one for us. Number two was to make sure that we actually paid attention to the science and invested in the science to provide better guidance to consumers. So it's one of those things that we work actively on to, to understand how cannabinoids work in the body. And so uh, we've invested heavily into a research center up at CSU, uh, Colorado State University, sorry, uh, to where we are supporting several different clinical trials. We're involved right now in four clinical trials that we're sponsoring. Uh, we're working with uh, 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 other countries and other organizations such as Australia to take a look at sleep and anxiety. Um, and so, so the commitment to the science and the education of consumers is, is something else that sits behind our products. The third thing, and this is somewhat tied to, to both the first and second uh, points in terms of quality and science, is that cannabinoids will have effectiveness if they can get into your bloodstream. And so we pay particular attention to how our products actually are taken and how much of that product actually gets in the bloodstream. So for example, if you take a hundred milligram product and only 1% of that gets in your bloodstream, the product's not going to be effective. Cannabinoids, when taken orally um, into the human body, 5% to 10% of that product actually gets into your bloodstream. So what we do with our products, and the reason why if you take one of our products versus a competitor product, our product's gonna work, as we add um, potential bioavailability enhancers that increase that 10% up to 50%. We also have dosage formats sublingual under the tongue uh, with both drops as, and rapid dissolving pills that increase the bioavailability of the product. So it's really important when, when consumers look at these, uh, these products, they're, they're asking that question about, look, if I take this, how much of the cannabinoid is going to get into my bloodstream? And that's really important to have effectiveness. Um, we, we always tell people if they have doubts about our products, to pull a competitor product, take it for a week, then take our product. Guarantee 100% of the time people will come back and take our product. So, so I think the, the quality piece, the science piece, and making sure that uh, the products have dosage forms that are effective are, are the three reasons why uh, we stand apart from other companies in this space. And, and doctor, we had addressed at the top of the show that we are talking to people who are those weekend warriors. So if they're interested in some of these products, where's a good place for that weekend warrior to start if they go to your website? What, what products should they be looking at as introductory products? So what I would, you know, what I would take a look at for the, uh, for the introductory uh, product is I would, I would look at uh, our FAST product, which is a fast-acting um, sublingual tablet. That's a, a CBD isolate. It has uh, uh, very little THC. Matter of fact, we call it THC non-detector, THC-free. And that's, uh, that's taken, you put it on the tongue, let it dissolve, and uh, you're off and running. It's a, it's a great product. Um, and it's, it's actually our flagship product that we started with. If people are having trouble sleeping before an event, or they're, they're all amped up before uh, the night before a big basketball tournament, for example, or a softball tournament, uh, we have a PM product that's, that's fantastic in terms of helping people um, get a good night's uh, sleep. And then the, the third product that I would have people take a look at is our, our Soothe, which is a, uh, a rub-on balm. And uh, we have a couple of different strengths with that. Uh, we have a 250 milligram and a 750 milligram uh, CBD per ounce. And both those products uh, combine natural oils with cannabidiol to, uh, to actually give that spot relief. Uh, we talked about earlier about uh, sore knees with running. That's where I'd start. 
and if people have questions, they're more than welcome to uh, to dollar eight hundred number. Uh, uh, typically, those uh, those will get forwarded to me, and uh, and we'll make sure that we get people the the right information uh, for what they're trying to use uh, cannabinoids uh, to impact their health. What is that eight hundred number? I knew you were going to ask me that, so um, <laughs> give me a moment, and I'll, I'll pull it up, Tony. Okay. Sorry, that's okay. Um, well, while I, I give out my personal phone number, but I'm worried that with your listenership that, that I won't be able to uh, to actually get anything done. Well, this is some fascinating stuff. And you're right. They probably would be all, all over that. <laughs> <laughs> get us that helpline. While you're looking for that, I do want to ask another question because, sure. you know, we cover the Baltimore Ravens with Russell Street Report. And, you know, there's a lot of injuries that happen to happens to the team during the course of the season. And they use different means to manage their pain. Can professional athletes take these CBD products? Yes, they can. Um, the 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 rules um, and so so it's a complicated issue right now. So again, when we start start thinking about better guidance from the FDA and the government, um, everything is actually predicated on whether you can use these or not based on the THC tetrahydrocannabinol concept. Okay, so with the NFL. Um, with the new collective bargaining agreement, they've relaxed the marijuana laws so that they're tested once a year. Okay. And typically that's, uh, that's preseason um, or during a training camp. So if somebody wants to take a cannabis product, use a cannabis product with THC, that that's, they're just, they'll have to be smart about the, uh, uh, about the testing regulations. What I would say to, uh, to those athletes looking to, you know, use these type of products. I would just stay away from the THC issue, period, and use products that, that are THC-free or THC non-detect. Meaning uh, when they go in to actually have a THC test, it's usually your analysis. And they're looking uh, at a 50 nanogram per mil in the urine. So a THC-free product taken as directed would never approach that, uh, that level. And they would never have to worry about being tested at any point in time. Um, I can tell you that we have uh, NFL athletes using our products for a couple of different reasons. One is uh, sleep when they're on the road in particular, um, the night before a match. And the, the CBD actually gives them a better night's rest without any lingering effects the next day. The second reason that people are using this is to help recover. So if you think about uh, an NFL athlete, they go through some pretty strenuous activity on a Sunday. And the question is, if, if you've had a lot of bruises and everything else that happened in the course of the NFL game, when are they able to return back to the practice field? Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Um, the athletes actually taking our products are getting back on the field a day earlier. They feel better. They're actually healing faster. And so those are two things that, uh, that we're seeing with the NFL athletes in particular. The uh, uh, NBA, as well as the MLB, uh, do have uh, various uh, avenues that they, they take a look at testing. And again, it's all about THC. So NBA uh, will heck, can have random tests four times a year. MLB can do a test one time a year. Uh, and again, it's a random testing uh, that happens in, in spring training. And again, the, the easiest way to avoid any doubt is to use a product that is a THC-free product as opposed to worrying about uh, testing positive. And NBA... NBA athletes and MLB athletes uh, would all benefit very similarly to uh, to what I described with the, uh, the NFL athlete. And one of the other benefits too, not even a human benefit, you have many products for pets 
and, and they've been very effective. We do, we do. Um, the uh, we, we started off with an extensive uh, canine uh, line, and and this actually came about for uh, believe it or not, our staff members were kind of going, look, if this works for humans, why wouldn't it work for my dog? And uh, one of our staff members had a, an ailing dog that was having problems. Uh, getting up from a, a, a prone position and would not be able to get into a car or, or run around. So quality of life was, um, was literally very poor. And so we, uh, we did a pilot run on a, on a canine formula. And I, I, my eyes actually popped out of my head. Uh, we, we gave this uh, dog the, the CBD product uh, without any THC. And then we can come back to why that's important in a moment. But 15 minutes later, that dog has a ball in its mouth. It's running around asking to be, uh, you know, throwing the ball so it could fetch. And so based on, you know, that, that one observation, we have actually done our own clinical studies of dogs. And what we've seen with, with uh, dogs that have age-related mobility disorders. So again, hard to go up the stair, um, can't get up from a sitting or prone position, um, won't get into a car. And just in general, you can tell that the dog is old and, and has creaky joints. Uh, what we saw with a four-week study with us with a minimal amount of CBD, so five milligrams per animal, um, these animals had a 35% improvement in terms of all of those measures: the ability to run, the ability to get up, the ability to climb stairs, the ability to get into a car. And we're we're looking at enhancing that with adding other functional ondroitin, such as uh, glucosamine, chondroitin, uh, MSM, things that you would see in in products like Cosequin that take two months before you see anything. But by combining that with CBD, we think we'll get a, a product that will actually be palatable to dogs, easy to give in terms of a chew. And we'll see immediate benefit and long-term benefit with rebuilding uh, joints and decreasing pain. So it, it's pretty remarkable at how it works in, in dogs. It's all remarkable. It's been an amazing 30 minutes I have spent with you. And Dr. Jamie Baumgartner, thank you so much for joining us today on the front office. This is, like I said, an amazingly enlightening episode, and I wish you and Panacea all the best in your endeavors. And to all the listeners, if you're interested in Panacea's CBD products, please visit PanaceaLife.com. It's P-A-N-A-C-E-A Life.com. You can order online, and Panacea has been kind enough to give our audience a discount. Go to checkout. Type in code RSR for Russell Street Report, that's RSR, and get a 30% discount. Doesn't get any better than that. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch up soon after the draft with another segment of The Front Office. Hi, everyone. Tony Lombardi again. I got so caught up in this amazing conversation with Dr. Jamie that I forgot to give out the 800 number. And that 800 number, to give them a call if you have any questions whatsoever regarding CBD products, is 1-800-985-0515. Thanks again for listening.